Javen Carter is also joining us, who is a Dean of Instruction, has been in education for nine years. Um, my name is Javen Carter. I'm currently the Dean of Instruction. That's, a, that's the equivalent of an assistant principal um, at a charter school on here in Washington, D.C. Okay. I am in my, I'm going into my ninth year in education. Um, I worked in. All right. So the first question is, have you ever been in a physical altercation with a student or have you witnessed this happen? Yes. 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 All right. So both to both questions. Yes. <laughs> so um, can you give can you kind of describe kind of what you've seen, like the worst of it, like uh, what lengths you see it go to? Um, It just depends. Um, Like we have some kids and this is like all based on their trauma or sometimes how the weekend went or sometimes based on like a disability that they may have. Um. I don't really see it usually with older students in our and like where I, where I've seen it. I always usually see it with students that struggle with emotional constancy um, at the elementary levels and like the early middle school levels. And the worst that I've seen or witnessed was just, um, I mean, personally, I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but a kid borrowed or a kid gave their glasses away to another kid and he went home early. And so you know, this is associated with this kid's disability. So he was so irate that the kid went home with his glasses that he felt as though that he would never get his glasses back, <laughs> which is not the case because he received the glasses the next day. But, you know, me trying to calm him down, he just was, you know, grabbing a fire extinguisher, um, just swinging at adults, um, Think pulling pictures down off the walls, things like that. And just, we had to restrain them. Like people that are trained um, have to restrain students in that, um, that are being irate in that way because they can definitely hurt someone. Okay. All right. So um, the next question is, so so we see a, social media is bigger and bigger every, you know, now nowadays. Uh, and you see this stuff a lot on viral videos or viral fit, fight videos that go on in the classroom and stuff. Does it, is, does this stuff happen more often now do you from what you've seen being in the school is it is it more common than it was 10 years ago or does it just seem that seem like that yes it's definitely more common than it was 10 years ago but i don't i don't want to associate or correlate students the physicality of students with social media because definitely social media was around 10 years ago however i think that covid19 has definitely impacted just the temperament not only with kids but definitely adults as well and Yes, but like a, like just just to answer your question in, in the beginning, just was like yes, it has increased. It has increased okay. tremendously over the last ten years. <laughs> well, really, within the last two three years, in my opinion. Really, since, yeah, since COVID. Wow. So, what do you think is? And you kind of said this, and uh, you know, the first question, but kind of go back over it again. What is causing all this hostility among students and teachers? What would you highlight as the main problem? I think just trauma. I think it could be trauma related to, I know, for instance, like one of my students, he he would tell me, like, I just don't have a great relationship with my mom. She kicked me out. Haven't seen her in six months. Um, Another situation would be uh, oh, a kid lives with like that same kid. He lives with grandma um, and her mother. And mom really wasn't involved until recently. So it just and during that time, he was just up in arms of whether he's going to live with mom or grandma and then grandma and mom were beefing. So just, 
you know, kids love like they see their parents and their families as superheroes. And when sometimes their families fall short, you know, they can take on that emotional burden and it can look like, you know, a, a fight or being physical with a, with a teacher at school. So it's definitely trauma is definitely um, emotional. It could be an emotional disability. Um, so it just, it, it depends. It varies. Okay. All right. And my next one, have you or someone else you work with ever felt unsafe because of a particular student? Have you, have you ever any come, come across that? Have you ever heard any talks of like, Hey, look out for this student or, or have you ever felt uncomfortable at work? Um, I would say yes and no. I think me just having a background, just um, like a wrestling background and that I've never felt, I've never really feel uncomfortable in playing ball in college. I never really feel uncomfortable getting into altercations with anyone. Yeah. But I think I feel really, unco- I think I felt uncomfortable restraining kids or calming kids down in that way because it's like they are right. They are right. I don't like being in that space and that mindset of having to physically calm you down to protect other people um, that may feel unsafe. Cause I know a lot of, some adults may feel unsafe around certain students. However, I think my uncomfortability is just come from my own ecosystem of just not, I don't like being physical unless I have to be, or I'm paid to be. <laughs> so it's not really yeah. it's not in my DNA to be physical unless it's really time to be physical. Okay. So, um, have you, what have you seen? Like now you're an kind of administrator yourself. Mm-hmm. So you, you work with other admins and stuff like that. From what you've seen, mm-hmm. do you think admin ta- when teachers have problems or something that's been going on escalating in the classroom, do you feel like teachers are getting the right support in that regard? I think so. I think I believe that they are um, from their feedback. They believe that they are. I I think that sometimes when they you, it can be one or two students around the building, it can feel like teachers aren't supported with that one or two students. However, I just want to reiterate, I always reiterate to our, our, our families and our students, not just our students, but our families and our teachers that, you know, a lot of different a lot of our kids or some of our kids are coming from a lot of different places and backgrounds and ecosystems that they cannot help. And that we got to literally love the hell out of them. And that comes from being consistent with them. That comes from being, um, keeping your word. That comes from showing up. And as it comes from, you know, also I think our, the uniqueness about our school is that we provide resources. We provide a lot of resources and to help our kids get those things out of their systems to help our kids. And that doesn't mean that we use our adults as um, stepping stools and just uh, a punching bag. That's not the case. However, I just think that, you know, when it comes to those kids that have those irate behaviors because they've seen their mother get uh, molested or, or harmed or, or uh, mistreated, you know, that is, even though I don't agree with them being irate, I understand why they are. Cause I think any one of us, will be that way. We just had one bad day. And I think that, um, you know, um, I think that, I think it answers your question. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, my next one is what, like just for, okay, from a, a policy standpoint, from the policy, what, what, how are you supposed to handle these things? And just from a, you know, just a being a human, what 
can be done to prevent this type of stuff from happening in schools? Like what can be done to prevent it? Um, money, um, resources, um, programs. I think um, I'm thinking of a program right now, like parent university where we partner with the parents on just um, it could be just regular activities, just bonding activities with their sons or their or their kids. However, we could also give, you know, courses to parents on just how to, you know, be emotionally constant because students, students mimic and copy their behaviors from what they see in their environment. And I think when you give the parents those coping strategies of how to calm down and how to handle their emotions, it's okay to have an emotion. However, you have to just be mindful of your reactions to your emotions. And, and and things like that. I think just the money and the resources that are put back into the community to make sure that we are taking these steps to making sure that kids aren't harming themselves or harming others. And I think I'm also thinking about um, myself in this in this particular set of just like I'm about to have my first child in September. And like I know the resources that they give my um, girlfriend and I just aren't that adequate because a lot of people do not know how to teach adults how to deal with children. So like when they get children, they think that this, this two month year old is literally 25 and they're not like, and I see a lot of adults just sometimes like take it out on kids. I'm like, you know, you're, you're trying to fight and argue with a three year old, but they're not listening. They're not, I'm like, I understand that, but they literally are only been here for 36 months, hmm. 36 months. So it just, you know, and that's just not just a, that's not just a, a, a socioeconomic um, program that can help just a specific population. I think everyone can work on just how to, how to um, interact with their child. And I think a lot of people just struggle with that, you know, struggle with just understanding that that's a kid, <laughs> like that's a baby, that's a kid, that's a 10 year old, that's a 12 year old, and just how to understand and navigate life with a, a new child or or a couple kids or navigating a child with a stepfather or stepmother and things like that. It's just a lot of programs and a lot of, I'm not sure what you can do <laughs> um, whether you give people a stipend or a tax credit for these courses or things like that, but it's just education. That's really what it is. Okay. All right. So my last question is, is what should everyone do if they get in this situation? Say it's it's meet a boiling point and they're at a point of no return. What are and what is in the policies? How are teachers supposed to handle it once it becomes physical? How are teachers what are how are teachers supposed to respond? How are they supposed to defend themselves? What's your like? And of course, assuming against like kids that are that are bigger, not you know elementary kids or you right, know right. against b- bigger you know more of a, a physical threat, mm-hmm. you know, what is from just from what you know, what's like, how are teachers expected to defend themselves? Or are they not supposed to do anything at all? Um, Call it adult. We don't, we don't condone you um, like our adults putting their hands on kids. I think just calling another adult, calling myself, calling the behavior tech, calling people that are actually trained. I think like sometimes when it comes to calming a kid down physically, it's just like not everyone knows how to do that without hurting themselves or hurting other people. Mm-hmm. Just about just body movement and bone structures and things like that. Not a lot of people are trained on that. They just, mm-hmm. I think when a student gets irate, they get irate. And the thing is, what you need to do is just calm yourself. <laughs> don't match your emotions with that emotion because you don't want to be a 39-year-old 
woman or a man matching your emotions with an 11 year old. Like you don't, don't stoop down to that level. Um, keep a level head, call someone if you need help and they will either escort or calm the kid down or restrain them if they need to be restrained. It's not all the time where kids need to be restrained, but just talk, sometimes even talking to kid. Not everyone has those skills to just talk a kid off the ledge in a sense, but you know, those are the, um, the various strategies that we use to making sure that not only the kid is safe, but the adults are safe and, and, and making sure that one way we want to make sure we protect our adults is do not put your hands on kids. We, let that let like let that responsibility land on the professionals and the ones that can handle it.